Hey guys, it's Heather from Kettle of a Plan, and this is my podcast, Planning a Life I Love. This show is focused on how paper, stickers, and pens can help you plan your life into one full of all the things you love most. Hey guys, welcome back to episode three of Planning a Life I Love. I'm Heather from Kell of a Plan, and I'm so excited about today's interview or episode because this is the first time that I've brought a guest on to be interviewed. My whole vision for this podcast is to bring on different planners from the planner community and learn more about their stories and talk to them about how they use a planner to plan a life they love. And so this is the first episode where I'm bringing on a guest. And of course I had to bring my planner bestie Marielle on first. So I'm going to introduce you guys to my favorite planner. Her name is Marielle. She is the content creator behind mom and a girl with plans. Welcome to the show, Marielle. And why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, all the basics. Hi, I am Marielle, Mom and a Girl with Plans on Instagram, and I just recently started a YouTube channel, so that's new for me. Um, I live in Round Rock, Texas, and yes, there's actually a Round Rock here. Um, It's weird. Um, And I have two teenagers, a boy and a girl. I am a photographer for many years now, and I am recently also a preschool teacher teaching three-year-olds, which has been so much fun. I am obsessed with planning, paper, stickers, all of it. Um, And that's, that's pretty much me in a nutshell. Well, she forgot a big part. She forgot to share that she also has uh, the cutest little sticker shop on Etsy, Whimsy Lux. I do. I do. I have a sticker shop, Whimsy Lux, which I have so much fun doing. Um, It's a lot of kind of florals and just um, also some kind of abstract and just different. I like to do different types of stickers and I like to do them so that they coordinate with my favorite Happy Planner stickers. Um, as well as Heather's awesome stickers. So it's just, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. So be sure to check her out on Etsy, Whimsy Lux on Etsy. So Mario, I want to kind of start out letting everyone kind of get a feel for you and who you are. So tell us your planner story. When did you start using a planner? How did you join the planner community? Just tell us kind of your planner story. Okay. Let's see. I, I have been planning for real, I mean, you know, since college, you know, when I would, I remember when I started UT, everybody got this little, you know, spiral that we all wrote in. Um, I look back, I still have that, of course, and I look back at it and I would write notes in the margin, almost like a, like memory planning on like, if I went to this party, if I talked to this person or, you know, what happened. So that's, from then I've always been planning, but I never really thought much about it because it just was normal and what we're supposed to do. Um, my, my real like creative, uh, planning started in 2015. I, the planner that I always got at Target, I always got this one planner every year and it was being discontinued. And you would have thought like, what am I going to do? Like, I I mean, can you imagine what if the happy planner got discontinued? Just stop. stop. I I can't even believe I just said those words. Don't say those things to me. Okay. So heartbreaking. I freaked out. Like my planner and you know, it was just, 
it was my staple. I liked the way it opened out on my desk. It was just, it was my thing. Do you remember I, what brand it was? Yes, it was. It was a blue sky. And I want to say it was like Dabney or D- something with a D was the designer. And it had, it was vertical and it just, it was like, it was kind of long. So it was like skinny, like t- height wise. And then like long on your table when you opened it up. I don't know. I just loved it. And I would write all over that thing. Of course I still have them, but like I had used that for, you know, a good three or four years. So when I went to buy it again and I couldn't find it, I actually went on social media just to reach out to the company. Like, where <laughs> is the planner? Where is it? And then, you know, they were like, we're sorry, it's being discontinued. And I was just like, okay, now what do I do? So I started looking around and lo and behold, I somehow stumbled on Instagram to this whole happy planner life. And I'm like, wait a minute. First off, I didn't know about stickers, washi tape. I'm like, what is this magical thing? I I have to be involved in this. So (laughs) I went and got my first happy planner at Michael's. And I remember being super excited about it. And, um, my daughter, Riley, then she wanted one too. So we both got our happy planners. We got our stickers and, and just started in. And our first, she actually created mom and a girl with plans. So she set that Instagram account up for us so that we could join the first happy planner um, Instagram con- like challenge. Do you remember uh, I when do. we would do those? The first time that both of us got featured, we were featured together, I think, on the square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was it the one with the, I think it was like you with your planner or something. I don't remember, but I, I know I... I- I remember the first time that I was featured, it was in the nine mm-hmm. square and yes. you, I don't know if it was the first time you were featured, but I know that y'all were in the same square. And I was like, mom and a girl with plans. We didn't know each other then. I don't think no. we had met yet. I think no, we, we met later not. that year. Yes, we did. Cause I remember like, it was like, oh my gosh, our picture is on the happy planner. I know. I, it was, I was crazy. Like, freaked out. So it was like, it was, it was so much fun. And I remember like, that's kind of how I like, knew who you were but I didn't know you yet and um you know a couple of weeks ago pro- probably more than weeks ago a couple of months ago I was like when did me and Marielle start talking and I actually scrolled no all you- the way back How to our first possible? messages it took forever I scrolled all the way back to our first messages it was so funny to go what? back in 2016 yeah mm-hmm. it was crazy that's so funny because I remember we got to, you know, kind of know who each other was then. And then you were hosting the planner meetup at Pinner's conference. Yeah. The post Pinner's Mambi meetup. (laughs) Yes. Wow. That's a mouthful. So yeah, we were like, okay. I was so excited. I remember being crazy nervous because like this is going to be the first time that I had met anyone. Oh my gosh. I was so nervous. So for those of you who don't know what we're talking about in 2016, there was a, an event in Dallas called Pinners and it's still an event that happens now, but this was like the, I don't know if it was the first year of Pinners, but it was the first year that we had ever heard of Pinners Mm -hmm. and Stephanie Fleming was coming to Pinners with the happy planner and teaching a class. And Mario lives in Austin or just outside of Austin, which is about three hours from me. So we had never met before, but she was coming to town for, that event just kind of a backstory for those of you who don't know what we're Mm -hmm. talking about but I remember 
I went to Pinners the first time with Liz from the notable Liz and you kept messaging us like, are you almost here? I'm at the booth with Stephanie. She wants to meet you. Are you almost here? And I was like, Oh my gosh, Stephanie knows who I am. (laughs) I was losing my mind. Like it was like rock star moment. Also it was still, okay. Cause this still happens to this day. When I say like, Oh, I'm going to meet my planner friends and they're, People are like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> but like, then it was even really yeah, weird. Yeah. It was like, nobody knew what this was. And it was like, where are you? What? Who is this? And why are you going? Yeah, um, Matthew was I, like, so you've never met any of these people? And I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we just, we were just going. We were going for it. And I just remember it was, it's like instantly finding your people. Like immediately there was no weirdness Mm-mm. once we were like all together and Heather like created an amazing event. I mean, come on, obviously, but like it was such a fun event and people were like talking and interacting and it's amazing. Cause these are still people that I talk to today. Like, yeah, it has been, you know, so, four, you know, four over years, four later, years oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, four <laughs> years later. And like, we still talk to these people and it's it's just been an amazing journey and i think just the friendships that i've made through planning like i mean i never would have expected it so thanks uh blue sky for discontinuing your yeah planner. what if blue sky had not discontinued their planner and you had never come to the happy oh my side gosh. i would be so I don't sad without know you in my what life would happen. <laughs> i would, would be, be insane I talked to Marielle, by the way, for those of you who don't know, pretty much all day, every day. I would be devastated if she had stayed with Blue Sky. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's kind of Marielle's backstory. And that is also when Marielle and I met. We met at that Pinners event and we've pretty much been friends ever since. Mm -hmm. I say pretty much like we have been. We've been friends. I don't know. What are you trying to say? Are you saying we're not friends? (laughs) I mean, most most days we are. I know. Come on. (laughs) So um yeah so that's how we met that's mario's how mario got into the planner community mario has also Mm -hmm. she was also on the mambi design team and the happy planner squad and she's a happy planner mentor with me now so i feel like we've just kind of gone through this whole journey like together we've done it all together so it's been been super fun yeah Mm -hmm. super fun and unique so all right so now i just want to kind of talk dive in talk about the theme of this podcast so the theme of the podcast is planning a life I love and really focusing on how we can use our planners to plan a life that we love. And so thinking about that, what areas in your life do you focus on when you're planning in order to plan a life that you love? Um, I mean, definitely my family. So, you know, I use my planner to just keep track of everything that we've got going on with two kids and appointments and those sort of things. Um, but I also use my planner, um, for my family with my memory keeping and my memory planning. So just like, I love looking back at the planners that I've created because my goal was to capture the little details that I wouldn't, you know, not the big events in your life, but the just, you know, going to the grocery store and a funny joke that, or something that happened that day, because our family loves to laugh and they're really silly. And if I didn't write those little things down, I would have completely forgotten them. So just looking back through it now, I'm always like, oh my gosh. So it's kind of creating that heirloom and those memories that can be passed down and things that I would forget. So it's really helped me enjoy my family 
and just embrace all of those small moments. So um, definitely help me with that. Um, my business that you mentioned, like just being able to track those things and, um, and just keep up because I'm the type of person that if I don't write something down, it is not getting done. So um, it's helped me stay grounded, helped me stay focused. It's helped me even have more time that I can spend with my family because I'm not, you know, scrambling to get stuff done. Um, another area that I'm actually looking to improve and I want to do more of is in the wellness category. So that's something that I'm actually looking forward to for 2021. Okay. I know I can start right now. <laughs> I know that. And I might, I'm just saying. Well, but it's also rising, hard. It's hard to start wellness habits in the middle of the holidays like it is it's, yeah let's be real yeah it's hard to and in a pandemic I mean, <laughs> let's just throw that out there too I mean well so, I don't think the pandemic's just gonna end because 2021 okay, begins well, I know that <laughs> but I'm like let's just be optimistic no I'm just kidding so yeah I I know that's an area of my life that I want to focus on because honestly it's it's something that I have let really slight. And I don't mean, you know, just like physical wellness. I mean, I'm talking mental, I'm talking all like the whole picture. That is definitely something that I want to work on. So I know it's coming up in the horizon. So, you know, I want to keep that in mind. Um, another area that I know my planner helps me with is kind of that creative me time. Um, I love to come up to my planner room, close the door and get all my stickers out and spend, I don't know, an hour flipping through books, just trying to figure out what I want to create. And I have so much fun doing it. Like if it wasn't fun, then, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. So it's, it's just an outlet for me to have fun, be creative, come up with something uh, and share it. And I just, I really enjoy that process. And it's kind of just my own personal time um, creating. And that actually keeps me engaged in planning because the fact that it's cute and pretty makes me want to come back to it. Because if it wasn't, you know, I would probably have ditched the planner a long time Oh, I 100% I know I would have ditched mine. I used to buy a planner at the beginning of every school year. I'd fill in all the important dates, the days off of school, the testing dates, I would use it for like two weeks and then it, there was no reason for me to come back to it every week. And so it would just right. end up on the bookshelf, but the, the creativity aspect is what, and the creative outlet is what brings me back week after week. after yes. week. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. So what does planning a life I love mean to you? When you hear that quote, what does that mean to you? <sighs> planning a life I love means, to me, doing the things that you need to do so that you can get everything that you want out of your life. So, you know, it's not, it's not always like sunshine and rainbows. You know what I mean? Like sometimes the things I need to do just suck. Like I don't want to do them, but you know, putting it in my planner and making that list and like, I, I'm just have to tell you, I was super proud of myself this week because I wrote some stuff down. I kind of dragged it out into the week because I didn't want to do this. And I, you know, Monday I decided, you know what? I see all these things on this list. Let's get them done. And I went ahead and 
dove in and got them done. And it was like a giant weight off of my shoulders. So in order for me to ha be happy, have this life that I love, enjoy my family, have fun doing my business, have fun creating, I've got to get these things done. So it, to me, it's, it's just being prepared really. And, and so that you can get those things. If you've got a goal or something that you want to reach, how do you want to do that? What are you going to, what do you need to do to get to that goal? So there are so many different ways that it helps me uh, create the life that I love. And I think that what you were saying earlier about how, or just a second ago about how, mm -hmm. Like not everything we put in our planner is something we love. And that's not what planning a yeah. life I love is about. It's more about like, I'm using my planner to help me plan out when I'm going to clean and when I'm going to do my laundry and when I'm going to cook. Those are the things I hate, but if I get them what? done and I plan for it, then I have more time for the things that I love. And that's, that's what the purpose of the planner is. Exactly. So what is the biggest way your planner has changed your life since you have made this commitment to your planner and stuck to it? What is the biggest way your planner has changed your life? I mean, besides meeting you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we go, maybe we go a little smaller. Okay. okay so, I know, so maybe I know, right? saying oh, the okay. biggest way, maybe that's a lot of pressure. Ooh, so yeah, instead of huge. the biggest way the planner has changed your life, just tell me, a way that your planner, a has, way changed that your the planner has changed my life. Um, I would say it's made me be more like, I'm trying to see how to word this, be more in the moment. If that even makes sense. Like it's helped me evaluate, um, you know, what I need to do to get things done, obviously. Um, but it's also helped me just embrace the small things and details of the day, whether it's something that you're grateful for that day, um, or, um, like I said, with memory keeping, um, something that happened, you know, it was funny. We had a great time laughing that day and I would have forgotten, you know, and the that's, that's so true. A month later. I feel like with memory planning, when you're actively memory planning, which I have mm -hmm. not actively memory planned in like a year and I miss it so much. And my husband is like so mad at me that I quit doing it because <laughs> it was his favorite planner. But I feel like when I was actively memory planning, it almost is like it forces you to pay more attention to those little moments that in a normal yes. day, you might have just breezed past and not because you're almost looking for the little moments so that you can record them in your memory planner. So I do feel like when I was memory planning, it almost like, gives you more intent on finding those little moments of joy throughout a day. Right. And a lot of times, I mean, I used to, when I was, when I was, like you said, actively memory planning, um, I had a mini planner that I would leave by my bedside and I would write about three or four sentences, nothing big, just so that I would know what happened. So I have a year of that, which I love. It's almost like a mini diary. It's fantastic. But a lot of times too, like, especially with my kids, we take crazy pictures, whether it's like at the grocery store doing something silly or, you know, one time Riley and I decided to see who could make the craziest outfit while we were at a store, you know, just stuff like that. And we each took pictures of our outfits, things like that. I honestly would not have remembered that we did 
a, a month later, heck, even a week later. So being able to capture those details is something that has really helped me. Uh, it, it's just helped me a lot um, for, for my family, for myself, and just enjoy those small details of your life. Awesome. So now that we've kind of talked about your planner life, how you came to planning, <laughs> what it means to plan a life you love. I kind of want to dive more into our deeper topic of today's episodes because a lot of my episodes, some of my episodes will just be interviewing people and finding out their planner story. But in some of them, I want to talk about just a little more in detail about like deeper topics and how we can use our planner to plan a life we love in deeper ways. And so mm -hmm. today I really want to talk about getting through the tough days and the hard times in life. I think that so much of planner land is on social media. I mean, most of our right. planner friends are on social media. They're not necessarily people we've met in real life. And we follow hundreds of people that we've never met in real life. And mm -hmm. of course, when you're on social media, it's so easy to look at someone's life and think their life is perfect. They're, they're always happy. Their life is great. Um, they never yeah. have hard times and the, just like, cause you're seeing their highlight reel, but that's, yeah. I mean, it's not reality. We all have hard days. We just may not share that on social media. Um, and you know, sometimes the hard days are more personal and it's not things that we share on social media, but I just want to talk today about how we can use our planner and how we've used our planner to get through those hard days because there's such mm -hmm. a focus in planner land on being happy all the time. And sometimes it, you're just not happy all the time. And so, and it like in 2020 has sucked for a lot of people too. Like Heck if yeah. this was a normal year, um, even a normal year, people have hard days, but like everyone listening right now has probably has some kind of story mm -hmm. about how 2020 has sucked and has had hard days. Yep. So I really just want to talk about like, how has 2020 been hard for us and how has planning helped us to get through those hard times? So how yeah. has 2020 been hard for you, Muriel? Okay. Do you want to get the list out? Because here we go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, 2020 has been really hard. I think, I mean, obviously, hello, pandemic. Um, but for me, and I guess for my family, there's been a lot of challenges. There's been a lot of health challenges with my daughter, which came out of left field. Like, I had no, I, you know, we were just kind of completely blindsided by so many things. Um, she's 16. Um, she's developed diabetes, type one. And then, um, you know, it just, it just, I don't even know. It's just such a list of things. So I almost feel like that was the beginning. Me, and since then, it's that just was like the snowballed. Okay. So it's, it's just snowballed since then. Cataracts. <laughs> now she has to have back surgery. I'm telling you, it's like, I couldn't make this up. Like it just keeps going. So honestly, I think that first initial shock, um, my planner, I relied on my plan. I can't even tell you which you would think like why or how, but I remember when we were in the ICU, I think that feeling of when things are bad and you don't feel like you have control, I wanted to, like at least have something that I could manage. So for me, it was tracking and tracking kind of became what I had to do because it was going to be something that we needed to do. 
And so I became like, okay, I got my planner. Um, I had my husband bring it up to, to me at the hospital, of course. Um, and then I started tracking. I tracked the numbers that I needed to track. So it really helped me stay focused, um, record the data that I needed to record and have that information for the doctors and that sort of thing. So it really helped ground me and let me control the thing that I could control in the situation. Yes. So tracking again, yes, that became really big for me. Um, and just helped me get through it. Another thing for me, when times are hard, um, it's very easy to go down the, everything sucks. I can't do all of this. You know, I, I, I just can't, I can't do it. It's too much. Um, it's very, very easy to go into that. And then, you know, sometimes the toxic positivity, like everything's great and it's going to be okay. And you can choose to be joyful. You know what? Sometimes that's just not going to cut it. Yeah. Um, so for me, what, um, what I have to do when I get anxious like that, and there's just, it feels like everything is loading down on me. I make a list. I've done this always. I get a piece of paper out. And I list out every single thing that I have to do. So I will write it all out. And sometimes that list can look overwhelming when you actually see it on paper. A lot of times for me, it helps me go, okay, here's the big list of what I have to get done. And then I start, you know, prioritizing and narrowing it down. Once you see that list and you can start seeing how you're going to attack it and that you can check it off, that becomes more manageable. When it's all in your head, and you just feel overwhelmed, um, it can be really crippling. So mm -hmm. I challenge you to, you know, if you are having a hard time or you're just not, you know, you're just like, I have too much to do. I can't possibly do it all today. You know, write it down. Get it out of your head. Get it on the paper and then work from there. You can work it back into your planner. A lot of times I, I, was, I call it like living in the side column. I tend to live in the side column of my happy planner. There's that whole little section. Um, I don't like to put things on specific days unless it's an event. I actually have to do that day. I like to have a running to go list. So whether you've got a paper that you, you know, punch out or throw in your planner, if it's a sticky note, I don't care. But like I tend to write mine all on the side column. Um, and then I put everything I have to get done and then I can start attacking it. Um, it to me, that just helps. I can see at a glance, this is everything that needs to get done. And I can start working from there. Because well, otherwise... I think, I think that as planners, we, we obviously, we like to plan. And when you mm -hmm. plan, you're, you feel like you're in control. But a lot of times yeah. when life is hard, it feels like you have no control. But making a list, yes. like you're saying, almost reminds you of, like, what you can control, even if it's something do. little. Like, it's almost mm -hmm. like you're saying, like, I, I feel like I would almost on some of the hard days, like make a list of everything that's bothering me and everything that's hard. And then you can even separate that list into like, these are things I can't control. And these are things I can't. And then let me focus yeah. on the things that I can control because as a planner, that's what we like to do. We like to control things. Right. Right. And a lot of times, you know, especially with, the, with everything right now, the uncertainty I think is the part that makes it the hardest is, yes. you know, when will we be able to have a party together? Or when will we be able to see our family? And 
And those are the things that right now that we can't control. When will so, we be able to have another Planner Delight event? God, Heather. <laughs> okay, Heather and I had big hopes for 2020. I don't think, I mean, it was going to be our year. Y'all, we, we, had, <laughs> we had an event in January. It was our second event. We call our events Planner Delight. And we named the event 2020 Best Year Ever. That's what we named it. Yeah. And the theme was like confetti yeah. and like celebrating and like this is going to be a great year. That how ironic is that? It feels like it was five years ago. Like how January was so long ago. That was but this year. We had really, really high hopes with you. But you know what? I mean, obviously, we've all had really tough times. Every, you know. I, I Like you said, I don't know anybody who's been like, this has been a fantastic year for me. Um, but I can say that planning has definitely helped me through these hard times. Um, I don't, I don't think I would be able, like, I would be able to even function if it wasn't. Have you seen, have you seen that meme going around? It's not a meme. It's like a graphic, but it says, uh, like biggest waste of money in 2020 was, was a planner. And every time I see that, I want to be like, no, it was my best spent money because my planner is what has keep kept me sane this year. Like mm-hmm. reminding myself what I can plan for, what I can control, what I can count on, having a creative outlet. Like 2020, yes. the best thing I bought this year was my planner. Right. Definitely. And, and I it, think- what you were saying a second ago about like how you were saying something about how the year has been hard, but it's been good too or something. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what you said a second ago? <sighs> okay. It hasn't been really good, but no, but anyway, no, I'm just, but saying, there's like, good moments. Yes, yes. There are good moments and you know, it's important to capture those and to, you know, to, to focus on those as well. And I mean, that's it's very, very easy to focus on, you know, all the bad things. Yeah. And because actually, the bad overwhelms, the hard days oh, yeah. overwhelm. It's so easy to get caught up in the bad but one of my favorite quotes is every day may not be good but there's something good in every day and I feel like you could even translate that into years and say every Mm -hmm. year may not be good but there's something good in every year and maybe that's what we focus on is like this year has sucked but there's been good things that have come out of this year at the same time and sometimes you just need to focus on that and so one thing I'm actually Every week, if you don't know this, there's a printable that comes with my podcast that my patrons can download every week. So you can get it if you go to patreon.com slash plan. And this week's printable actually has that quote lettered on it. It says, every day may not be good, but there's something good in every day. And it's just um, like a, something you can print and put in your planner. And on those hard days, like, I, I don't want to say focus on the positive. Cause I feel like that kind of can tie into the toxic, toxic yeah. positivity of saying like, get over your bad day. Cause there's something good. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Because obviously if you have a bad day, it's okay to sit in your bad day and like have a bad day. That's fine. Yeah. But I, I think that it helps me a lot to remind myself that even though things are hard and life is hard, if I can make a list of things that are good it just helps me a lot. So that's the principle that I've made to kind of go along with this episode. Yeah. I know. Like, for example, the quarantine, 
nobody like I remember what March we we were home since March 13th so I remember you know there's so many people like I hate the quarantine it's awful I I embraced that time with my kids like just having them um we had so much fun and it also you know being home with my daughter we caught um her diabetes and were able to you know avoid a really tragic situation yeah i mean she honestly, up in the icu if she not- if she had been going mm-hmm. to school and living oh, yeah, her normal busy life you may yeah, not have realized the things that were going on as quickly exactly exactly yeah. so it was a blessing that you know we were home and that we were able to, to and how much of a blessing things. was it too that y'all once you got the diagnosis it's not like you had to send her back off into the world. Like y'all had time to like process it together and get through it together and like absolutely figure all and of like, that out. Mm-hmm, because like she wouldn't be able to be in class, you know, right now she can't really walk around and sit in the class all day long. So that would have been awful, you know? So now that we have the flexibility with being online, so there's been, you know, obviously like we said, is it good? You know, no, this is not good, but there are some, you know, silver linings to say right. for There us. are good things. And that's you the just... part that I am trying to embrace right now. Yeah. So, so if you're listening and you're wanting some like tangible things that you can do to help you get through the hard days or the hard times so far, we've talked about like making lists, looking at what mm-hmm. you can control versus what you can't control, looking for the good, even in a bad day. What are some, are there any other things that you do in your planner to help you get through those hard times, like tangible things that the listeners? Yeah. One, well, one of the things, I mean, obviously when I know it's going to be a rough week, I do tend to put choose quote stickers that yes. I think will help. So for example, I've got, I, I'm a book, I'm a book terror. I know you know this about me. I tear <laughs> stuff out of my books. So I do have a, uh, bound little, you know, pack, I guess that I've gone and pulled a lot of the quote stickers out of, of books so that I can easily flip through and find a quote that means something to me for that week. So, um, instead of flipping through a hundred books and again, I'm behind, I probably need to go pull some out now, but, um, I'll tend to flip through and find something that I feel like really applies to what I love. Um, I love doing on. that. I remember the first time mm-hmm. I spoke at a big planner conference, I was really nervous. For those of you who like don't know me from pre-planner life, like before the planner world, I, maybe I would say more before I was an instructional specialist, which was also at the same time as the planner world, I was terrified of public speaking. I mean, I couldn't, I could teach in front of my class, but if you asked me to teach a training at my school, I would have passed out. Like I would have not have been able to do it. But then when I became, when I became an instructional specialist, I was forced to, to teach classes and then just teaching through planner classes. Now I literally like, don't think twice about it. It's just like second nature. I could just get up there and talk but I remember the first planner conference that I was speaking at I was really nervous and so that whole week in my planner I had put all these kind of quotes that were like you can do it you got this girl (laughs) like because I knew this is going to be a hard week and so I needed to see that in my planner your planner was your hype person yeah it was it was Um, (laughs) another thing that I like to do too um 
which I haven't done in a while. So I think I'm going to challenge myself to do this. But I um, used to put pictures in my planner. Um, and sometimes I would make like a divider. Um, and I would put like a picture of the kids or something that was, you know, and I would um, decorate it. So I had that fun memento just to kind of look at for the week. Sometimes it would be something that maybe happened on Monday and I would kind of create it and put it in there uh, and then later transfer it to a memory planner. Um, but sometimes I just like to make, you know, a fun one um, with quotes and then just seeing, you know, seeing their little faces, little, yeah. they're big. Okay. They're but big seeing, now. you know, a fun memory or some fun family moment um, does help me get through a week sometimes. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's something that I want to get back to doing um, because it's like, I would just use a half sheet and just, yeah. You know, decorate it, put the kids or put something fun on it. And, um, I you would have put it like, just, just put the-, the things you love and like put the things that keep you going. Like I don't have kids, but I would probably mm-hmm. put pictures if I were to make one of those pictures of like my nieces and nephews or Matthew <sighs> or like just the things that like push me um, to keep going. And like maybe me? a big old picture of you. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, Ariel's oh, face. I'm waiting. <laughs> like, I'm waiting. She's going to say it any minute now. She's not saying it. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I don't have kids. Okay. okay. I don't have kids, so I would put a picture of you. Thank you. Okay, yeah, that's cool. (laughs) But, yeah. So, I mean, stuff like that. Like, just, I mean, this is your planner. There's no rules. Make Make it work for you. And so I, you know, put pictures of your kids. Put pictures of your dog. Put a meme that makes you laugh. Like, I actually, there was a week where I was sick. Um. Uh, awful sick like this was a couple years ago and my memory planner I literally sat in my room so there's li- there was nothing happening but um Riley ended up getting sick with me so we sat in there together and we would laugh at you know memes and stuff and I I have a picture of like Kermit on the side of the road just like run over and looking all like you know like terrible because we laughed at that and it made and now when I flip through my memory planner and I get to that week like there's literally just a picture of him and I laugh because I just remember, you know, how much fun we had looking yeah. at that and saying that's how I felt. So just put things that bring you joy. It doesn't have, it can be something from a magazine. It can be anything. Um, as long as it brings you joy um, and helps you, that's all that matters. Yeah. There's no rules. Something else that I did. Um, so for those of you who don't know, I, my mom passed away when I was 18 she had leukemia and she had a bone marrow transplant and the transplant itself actually worked, but the chemo she had to do before the transplant is really, really tough on your body. It's like the hardest chemo. And that is ended up made her organs fail. And she passed away when I was 18. And at the time I didn't use a planner. So I didn't do this activity in a planner, but you could easily do it in your planner. But I remember when she passed away, I obviously that was a really hard time in my life. And during those kinds of seasons where it's like, not just a little hard thing, but like a big hard thing, you're like grieving. I found that journaling helped me so much. And I think that's one reason I love the happy planner is because you can add in things to the disbound system. So I think that adding in a journal and sometimes just like putting out your true raw feelings and just writing them out and getting it out helped me a lot. And another reason that I love journaling is I still have those journals. They're actually on my last shelf over there. And now, I mean, it's been what, 
13, 14 years since my mom passed away. That was a really long time ago that I wrote in those journals. But for me, sometimes going back and rereading them just reminds me that those really hard days and those really hard times get better and they, and they fade away and you get through it. And it, sometimes it just takes time. And I know that if you're in the middle of a really hard patch right now, and like, you're hearing that you're probably like, well, that doesn't help me Heather, but like it mm-hmm. does time does heal. And sometimes just journaling helps you to get through it. And then it helps you also when you're years later, when you're going through another hard time and you reread those things, it reminds you like, you can get through this hard thing too. So yeah. I would also suggest journaling. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember, and if you th- think back, there's been a lot, there's been other times in your life that you've been like, this, this is it. Like, oh, I'm just not going to make it past this. Right. This is awful. How am I ever going to go on? And now you can look back at those things and realize, you know, I did look, I did make it through. And I, you know, I'm either a better person, I'm stronger, I'm, you know, whatever. Uh, I think a lot of times, of course, in the moment, that's hard to see. Um, Oh, yeah. But just looking back at the things that you've done, you can realize that you can, you can make it through tough. You can. And you can be strong. And it Mm -hmm. just, it's crazy because even when you're in the, when you're in the middle of your hard days and your hard times, it doesn't feel like you're ever going to get through. But now- my mom died when I was 18. Now I'm 33 and I can look back and like the life that I'm living right now. I love my life. I I love my husband. He's the best man. I know my nieces and nephews are my whole world. And none of those people would be in my life if my mom had not passed away. Now I'm not saying that I'm glad my mom died. Obviously I would give anything to have her back, but at the same time, it's like, as the time goes on, you can kind of see like how life is working together to still bring good. And so it, that's just really like, when you're in that hard moment, it's just so hard in that moment, but hopefully your planner and some of these tricks and activities that we've talked about today will help you to at least get through those hard days because better is coming. Yeah. So, yeah. Or if, if you need a picture of, of me and Heather to put your planner to make you happy, we'll load one for I'm you. I have some really good pictures of Marielle. Uh, whenever no, Marielle, ma'am, whenever no. Marielle does stories and like sometimes it'll like freeze in a funny face, I'll like screenshot it and be like, this is cute, Marielle. You, see, why am I friends with her? Like, seriously, y'all. What, what rudeness? Oh, me. And if you're having a hard time and you just, your planner's not helping, call a friend because friends make you laugh Mm -hmm. like Marielle. So they help you through. True. All right. Well, I hope this episode helped people who maybe are going through a hard time now. And I loved hearing from Marielle, just her story and her planner story. Thank you so much for being my first guest, Marielle. Thank you, Heather, for having me on here. So I want you to remind everybody where they can find you on social media. I am at mom and a girl with plans on Instagram and on YouTube. It's Marielle mom and a girl with plans. And my sticker shop is whimsy Lux. And you can find that at whimsylux.com and also 
on Instagram at Lindsay Lux. And I will put all of her links in the description of this episode so that you can click them and go follow her and give her some love if you're not already, because you won't regret it. She takes amazing photos. She's funny. She has the best sticker tricks. You want to go give her a follow. So thanks guys for listening and we'll see you guys next week for the next episode of planning a life. I love. What are you waiting for? Grab that planner, those stickers and those pens and go start planning a life you love. I'll see you on the next episode. Happy planning. Bye.